You're listening to locally produced programming created in KUNV Studios on public radio, KUNV 91.5. The content of this program does not reflect the views or opinions of 91.5 Jazz and More, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Sports Prep Live. Sports Prep Live. Where we unbox the mic and talk excellence in athletics. Welcome back to Sports Prep Live. I'm your host, Graydon Prescott. Today, I'm on the mic with one of the best high school football prospects in the nation. He's received multiple Division I offers and is a starting defensive end on the number one high school football team in the country, Bishop Gorman. We got Keetron Harris on the show today. It's great to have you, my man. It's great to be on the show. I appreciate it, man. Of course. So before we get into your high school career, we're going to take it back to the beginning. What ignited your passion for football, and what made you start playing? Um, I was like six. Uh, um, you know, I just like been watching like a lot of you know like college highlight reels on YouTube and stuff. So like, I remember my first time putting on shoulder pads was like in the front yard of my grandma's house against my uh cousin, and you know, we just went like head to head for the very first time. And like once I saw myself like make contact with him. And, like, he was on the ground. I was standing up, and I realized that, like, that's something I want to do, you know? Yeah. Um, do you have any stories from those earlier days of football that made you realize that you could really go somewhere? Um, once I started to see how um, God started to change my uh, my physique as a human being, you know what I'm saying? He started to, like, give me my uh, abilities, you know? He started making me bigger and everybody at my age. And it started to show in the football field, so I started taking that serious, and you know what I'm saying? Now I'm starting to uh, use that, and now I got, you know what I'm saying, so offers so I can, you know, help my family out more. Yeah. Did you did you have any um, older siblings, cousins, friends that, like, pushed you to participate? Um, I had I had an older cousin. He's in, uh, he's in college right now playing uh, football. He's at corner. Um, you know— Every time he come back, you know what I'm saying, I talk to him, you know what I'm saying, he give me feedbacks on how he's doing in college. But when I was young, you know what I'm saying, I used to watch his game and just watch how he, like, moved around the field so fast yeah. and stuff like that. Okay. Um, so you were obviously a multiple-sport athlete, football and basketball. From my firsthand experience as a teammate and as an opponent, you were very good at both. How do you balance the demands of being successful in both sports? Well, um, it's just all is about, like, timing and, like, knowing when to, like, train my body for football season and when to train my body for basketball season. But, like, at the same time, it's just, like, knowing when your body is ready to play that type of sport. Yeah. Um, are you training more for football or for basketball these days, and why is that? Um, right now, I'm training more for football, and that's because um, – as these offers are flowing in, I mean, college coaches are going to start coming to see me, and I mean, they're going to put me through some drills. And I mean, I got to be able to withstand all type of drills, stamina-wise and physical. Yeah. And against that backdrop, do you believe that playing basketball was beneficial to the development of your football career? And if so, why? Yeah, I feel like basketball helped a lot, you know, especially with um my footwork. Basketball footwork drills has transitioned to my footwork drill in football, and I say grabbing rebounds in basketball yeah. has helped me uh, high point the balls in football. Okay. 
I'm Graydon Prescott here on Sports Prep Live, and I'm sitting down with star defensive end for Bishop Gorman, Keetron Harris. Becoming the number one football team in the country does not come without hard work and discipline. Can you share with us what your team has done to become the best team in the country and what separates you from everybody else? Well, my team, you know what I'm saying, we are a bunch of guys who's not afraid to get yelled at by our coaches. You know what I'm saying? We don't just get yelled at and just start crying, you know what I'm saying? We take those, and you know what I'm saying? We build them in, we take them and we accept it, and then we be grinding. We grind every single day in the summer. We've been grinding since January. We hit the weight room hard. We go straight from the weight room to outside. We don't take no breaks at all. So it's that hard work that really gets you guys. Uh, can you tell me more about those practices and what it's like? So, like, let's see. Uh, so, like, we go against Huskers, you know what I'm saying? Huskers is, like, full-on weight room lifting. Yeah. You got, like, 30 – you got, like, a minute and uh, 10 seconds, I say. It's four people in your group, and all you guys got to finish that uh, finish that lift in a certain amount of time with reps. So it could be, like, say, power cleans. You guys got eight reps, and you got, like, a minute, and it's four people in your group. So you got a minute to complete eight reps, and that's all four of you guys. And if you don't, you got to restart the whole thing over. Yeah. Um, like you said, one of the most important parts of being a great team is coaching. And without a great coach, a team cannot be successful. What role has the coaching at Gorman played into your development, both as an athlete and as a uh, as a person? And how have the coaches influenced your growth and uh, skill refinement? Uh, it played a huge role, you know what I'm saying? Especially coming from um, not having that many uh, father figures in my life. You know what I'm saying? Bishop Gorman coaches, they take um, being a adult you know what I'm saying? They, they don't just coach just to coach. You know what I'm saying? They coach to be a father figure to some of us. And um, it really shows, you know, like they take their job very serious, you know. they It shows that this football stuff is just, it's more to them. You know what I'm saying? They welcome us in as like one of their own. And like, you know, like a lot of these coaches take the time out of their day and away from their family to like come to us and like coach us and spend time with us every single day on the weekends and stuff. Yeah. Um. Obviously, Bishop Gorman is not just a great football school, but it's also a school that takes academics very seriously. How do you balance the academic side with the very demanding football schedule? Um, it's just simple, you know what I'm saying? You got to give away the little stuff like partying and hanging out with friends and spending time with your girlfriends so you can have the bigger things at hand like football and having good grades. Yeah. Um, as a young athlete, uh, you've received a lot of Division One offers. How do you manage the pressures and expectations that come with being a highly ranked player? And what strategies do you employ to stay grounded and focused? Um, To be honest, I really, you know what I'm saying, I started this, like, at a young age when I started seeing, like, a lot of people um, get offers. At first, you know what I'm saying, it made me, like, mad because I, I was just wondering why I wasn't getting offers. Mm -hmm. But then I just, like, read this quote. It was like, don't chase the spotlight. Let the spotlight chase you. So, like, yeah. Ever since then, I just been like, I don't really, I don't really like pay much attention to that. So I just be grinding, playing my own game, and then once I get the offers, you know, what I say I appreciate them for it, but I'm gonna still continue to be humble and just do me. Do you think uh, your coaches have played a fact, played a role in that mindset of yours? Uh, yeah, of course. Um, especially Coach Browner. Um, you know, what I'm saying he, uh, he talks to me every time. You know, he could tell when my game is off because you know that's how much time I spend with him training. He knows when, like, I'm, like, thrown off or something like that. He just talks to me, you know what I'm saying? He lets me know when I'm doing bad. He keeps my head in the game and everything like that. 
Uh, last time I was on this show, we did an episode um, of my prep talk where we go over uh, topics that have been discussed on my blog. And uh, one of the things that we spoke about was Coach Browner and how he has these interpersonal relationships with his players and how that has helped you guys to become the top team in the country. Um, correct me if I'm correct me if I'm wrong. That that is true. He does have those personal relationships with you guys. Yes, Coach Browner builds a bond with his players because. Without building a bond with a team, you're just a team, you know what I'm saying? You got to be more than just a team to win games. You got to become a family. You got to become one. And that's what Coach Barner is teaching us at a young age. You got to really have a brotherhood. You got to be able to trust one another. And that leads me to my next question. Building chemistry with your teammates is crucial for a successful football team. How do you foster strong relationships and effective communication with your teammates? Yeah, it started it start early. Like I said, we've been training since uh, January, so, you know, we do a lot of team bonding. We do um, something. It's a thing called the Gale Olympics where um, he split us up in teams with all our teammates. And then we battle against each other in teams. But it's most we separate, too. You know, um, we go out on movie nights with the teams. We go to arcade nights and stuff like that. We just know if we want to be successful, we got to do what other teams are not willing to do. And that's uh, B1. So you guys really spend a lot of time together out off the field as well. It's not just the um, it's not just the time you spend on the field and in the weight room together. Yeah, it's more more off the field than I say we do on the field. You know, we really we really take this brotherhood to a whole other level. You know what I'm saying? We're always there for each other when somebody needs us to be there for them. You have any stories from that off the field interactions with your teammates um, that could be? Interesting? I say, I say, um, the uh, when we was in Boise. Um, and you know, we was, uh, <laughs> Coach Browner, Coach Browner said we could have ride the scooters, you know, it's like little scooters you pay or yeah. tap your phone, you can ride them. Oh yeah. But you know, say it was a long walk for us. So yeah. You know, a couple of us, you know what I'm saying? We was feeling tired. <laughs> so we tapped the scooter and then we just like riding around and then we see Coach Browner around the corner. So all you see is just like 15 scooters just turning back around the corner and then everybody's just getting off the scooters. It was just funny, man. Uh, how did the coach react to that? Um, <laughs> still to this day, he don't know. He don't know. Still to this he day. He don't know. <laughs> You're listening to Sports Prep Live on 91.5 KUNB Radio. I'm Graydon Prescott, and today I'm on the mic with my guy, Keaton Harris. All right, let, on a more serious note, injury prevention is a huge part of sports nowadays. Um, to what extent do you think about injury prevention and recovery, and uh, what do you do to help yourself stay as healthy as possible? Um, to be honest, um, I, just, uh, I just do like the simple things like stretches, um, or I will go to our trainer, Gus. Gus been in the business for like a long time. He knows yeah. everything. Gus is great. Yeah, Gus is a real good trainer. Um, and if I do like feel anything like small, I don't want it to like develop to anything big. So you know, so I go straight to Gus right after our uh, Saturday morning practices. Yeah. So you you like to take care of things when they're small so that they don't get to grow to be a bigger issue. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so you've talked about achieving Division One scholarships, and that's a testament to mo- that's a testament to your skills and commitment. What additional training or areas of your game have you focused on to stand out to college recruiters? Um, I want to say this year I've just been focusing on really like showing them that um I've learned the game and developed it a lot from last year because last year I was just you know a tight end I was just showing off my hands and speed but this year I want to show them that I'm a physical mean powerful guy down there in the trenches yeah 
Um, so speaking of college coaches, I heard um, from a, a, a bluebird, you got invited to a national combine in January down in San Antonio. And uh, one of uh, your teammates and my good buddies, Jet Washington as well. Um, so tell me a little bit about that. Like, what is that? Uh, so like, it's an all-American combine. So if you do good in that combine, you get invited to the uh, all-American game, which is huge. You know what I'm saying? You're putting your name out there more. But just getting an invitation to that already, it just, you know what I'm saying, setting yourself up for a great future and success, especially as a sophomore in the game, you know what I'm saying? Knowing that you got to compete against, you know, all them other students around the world, sophomores, juniors, seniors, you know, that's a lot of pressure on you as a sophomore. Are you phased uh, by that pressure or are you excited to go? Um, I'm not I'm not phased at all. I just see it as another task, you know what I'm saying? With Coach Carr's training, I feel like, if I win, I will just succeed, you know what I'm saying? Do you have any other teammates besides you and Jet that were invited to that combine? Uh, Yeah, my, my good brother, uh, Prince Williams, was invited too. Oh, okay, okay. Um, So, as an athlete, a lot of athletes have role models. Um, What role models or athletes do you admire, and what qualities and skills do you aspire to emulate in your own game? Um, I say... um. Like I like I like Derrick Henry a lot. Yeah. Because people was like saying he's too big to play running back and like he wasn't gonna be an impact on any teams because of how big he is at a run back running back. And just like I just watch how he developed through the league and how he was breaking yards, rushing yards, touchdowns and stuff like that. And I just took that to my game because you know what I'm saying? People people used to talk and say that I was too big to play running back. I was too big to be at any type of position, you know what I'm saying, but other than the line. So I just, you know what I'm saying, ignored them and just looked at the success Derrick Henry had. Yeah. Um, one of the important parts of being an athlete is diet. Uh, do you have a nutrition plan? And if so, what are what is that like, um, especially considering you are the high-end athlete that you are? Um, so my nutrition plan, is, um, it just really depends on how I'm feeling that day. Uh so, if I wake up in the morning on time and I like, you know, what I'm saying not sore or anything from practice, I'll make a a granola yogurt bowl to yeah. go, and then my dinner when I come back would be um, rice, steak, and then some green beans. Okay, uh, I'm Graydon Prescott here, Sports Prep Live. I'm here with starting defensive end for Bishop Gorman's number one ranked football team, Keetron Harris. Looking ahead, what are your aspirations for the future in your athletic career, and what are the next uh, steps you plan to take to reach those goals? Um, the few, my future goals are to just continue to build on what I've been doing this year. You know what I'm saying? That's just continue to make a name for uh, my last name, you know? Just keep on representing my family and God, you know? God blessed me with a talent, so I'm just going to keep on representing him and thank him for it and, you know, the goals I'm going to take to get to them levels and achieve them is just grind this offseason, you know, just really spend a lot of time in the weight room with Coach Cause. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about the team a little bit. Um, you've talked about your practices. You've talked about your off-the-field bonding. What about in games? Do you, if, if you're having a down moment, do you, um, as a team, do you come together? Do you talk about it? Or is it just a, the instinct of a player knowing what to do and how to overcome those challenges? 
like when we're on the field, like we know we got to step up as a team. We just all give each other that looks, you know, say we go in the huddle and then we just talk to each other, you know. A lot of teams, when they're in the field and they get frustrated, they just start yelling at each other and that really breaks them down. But, you know what I'm saying, as us gourmet players, we, you know what I'm saying, we look at each other, we, we pat each other on the bus and we say, hey, man, we got to focus, we got to really get this. Our season's on the line right now. And every time that happens, you know what I'm saying, we see the outcome of something being good and we go get it. All right. One of the things that I that I love to do um, with my guests is a rapid fire. And what I will do is I'll ask a series of questions, hoping to get short answers and some hot takes as well. So you ready to go? Yeah. All right. Do you have a favorite NFL team? Los Angeles Rams. Uh, pre-game routines? Listen a little, baby. Okay. Toughest opponent you've ever faced? Miami Central. Uh, most touchdowns you've ever had in a game? Seven. Seven? Seven. Timeout. How old were you? This was actually last year. You had seven touchdowns? Seven in, touchdowns in one game. Against two? Uh, it was legacy. Okay. T- tell me about that. How did that come to happen? So once I figured out that, um, I figured out I was like eight touchdowns away from breaking the, like the freshman um, all-time touchdown record. Okay. So I just told Micah, you know what I'm saying, I could, we, could, we could do something great here. So... We scoring, scoring, and then once I realized, like, I was two touchdowns away, I scored again, and then next thing you know, it's a running clock, so I had to get taken off the game, so I never got to break the record. Ouch. Uh, what's the most points you've ever scored in a basketball game? 30. Uh, go-to pregame music? Uh, little Baby, Friday Forever. Okay. Favorite place to play on the road? Um, I say... I really, I really don't like playing on the road. I like playing at home. <laughs> Favorite pregame snack or meal? I like, I like, um, I like Jolly Rancher uh, gummies. Okay, and if you weren't playing football, what would you be doing? I'd be playing basketball. Okay, um, let's let's talk a little bit outside of sports. Do you have any passions that? Um, and this isn't a rapid fire. You can take your time with oh, this one. Uh, outside of sports, do you have any passions um, off the field, off the court that um, a lot of people don't know about? Um, actually, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm very good with, like, building things. So, like, I was maybe thinking about, like, taking my uh, taking my skills and, like, majoring in engineering. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, so t- talk about that. Um, you know, you, you want to in- major in engineering. Uh, how did that come to be? How did you find out that you uh, liked building things? So, like, um, every time, like, my family needed help building something, you know what I'm saying, they would struggle with it. But then, like, when they asked me to build it, it just, like, always seemed to, like, click in my head. And, like, I just, like, think about it. And then, like, I used to watch, like, um, videos, like, military videos of, like, military engineers, like, fish and trucks and, like, tanks and stuff. And it just seemed, like, pretty cool to me. Okay. Um, so I'll ask you about this. Um, for young listeners who would like to pursue a career in athletics, what's the best piece of advice you have for making a name for yourself in sports? Um, I, like I, what I said, you know what I'm saying? Don't, don't chase the spe- spotlight, you know what I'm saying? Let the spotlight come to you. Don't, don't go out seeking attention, you know what I'm saying? Just stay humble to your game. Don't try to go be like anybody else, you know what I'm saying? Everybody else is taking. Just be yourself. Okay. Um, 
you had a great freshman season at Gorman. Uh, can you tell us about the transition from fl- from playing uh, freshman football and coming off the bench for varsity to being a full time starter on varsity? And what's that? What has that been like for you? Um, it's it's kind of been like at first at the beginning of the season it was like a little jitters, you know, because like not only was it like a first time playing like a starter, but it was like my first time being a defensive end, like full year experience. Mm-hmm. But like. Once again, my brothers, you know what I'm saying, they just talked to me. They let me know that they was going to be here with me the whole season. So, like, they got my back. And then after that, you know what I'm saying, I just felt I just felt normal. I just started making plays on the field, flying around, and it just felt natural to me. So you had a position change as well? Yeah, position change too. Uh, you were what position last I year? I was a tight end last year. And you're a defensive end now. How did that come to be? Why Why didn't you stick with tight end? Um. Well, because if you think, if you look at it, at uh, the tight end position right now, my cousin E9 is there. Okay. Yeah, he's like five-star tight end at, committed to Miami. So, like, huh, I'm yeah. not beating him at that position. <laughs> so, I just I just go ahead and just flipped over to defensive end because we needed more bodies on the de- defensive side. So, If you could sit down and have a conversation with any athlete, past, present, or future, who would it be and why? It doesn't have to be a high school athlete. Um. I say um, Taylor Lawrence. Why's that? Because, you know what I'm saying, he played back in the day, so, like, they rules was different. But I just want to, like, just ask him for, like, advice, you know what I'm saying? Just knowing the, knowing the game and point of view from, like, his perspective and his time of the uh, year. All right. I got to ask. Um, basketball season is coming up. Uh, starting, you know, next month or the month after that, your football season is still going. You're obviously trying to close out the year with a national championship. Do you plan on playing basketball this year, or are you going to stay focused on your football? Well, that that answer will be revealed after I get my ring. After you get your ring? Yes, sir. You're declaring yourself a national champion? I'm declaring myself as a national championship. <laughs> okay. And what what causes you to have that confidence in your team that uh, you are ready to go get this national championship? Um, because you know what I'm saying we we put in a preparation every week for the team that we play. You know, we grind every day. Um, you know, we give every team we play the credit and respect they deserve. But nobody's just we're not just gonna lay down and let you come and just disrespect us on our home field or any field. We're gonna come out there and we're gonna play you guys. Like the girls have been playing every opponent since they ever started uh, playing football. All right, I've I've witnessed a few of your games this year. I've seen you play Liberty, who was a team that you beat forty nine to six um, or something close to that. And I've seen you play Miami Central, which was a game that you won by four points in the last second. Does your team have a different approach to those lesser opponents as they do to those top 10, top 5 opponents? Or do you take every opponent seriously and decide, hey, no matter what it is, it's a football game, anything can happen, we have to go out here and execute? Oh, yeah. We treat, we, we make every game, as uh, Coach Browner saying is, every time a team play us, play us, we wanted to make it feel like it's the Super Bowl. Okay. So you're, so you're trying your hardest to... Um, execute on every play, no plays off under any circumstances, no matter who you're playing, even if it's a foregone conclusion that you're going to win the game by 40, 50, 60 points. Yeah. As an individual player, how do you stay focused even in those games that you are 
um, up by a lot or it's a close game? How do you, how do you stay focused and know, hey, I have to execute no matter what's going on? Um, I just think about um, all the people that's counting on me, like my mom, to be honest, you know, and God. Because, you know what I'm saying, if if I fail, you know what I'm saying, who's going to take care of my mom? So that's all I'm thinking about when I'm on that field and the close game and stuff like that. I got to succeed so I can take care of my mom in the future. Yeah. And what about short-term goals? Um, you've talked about wanting to take care of your family, but what short-term goals just specific to you, start, say, start of your junior year, what are some of those short-term goals that you have on the football field? Um, I would like to... I would like to at least, you know, say my junior year, at least break the sack record here at Gorman, which really? I believe they said was seven sacks or something like that. Yeah, that's what I want to do. My seven sacks year. in a season? Yeah. Okay, so you want to break the sack record? And what are you going to do to uh, try to pursue that goal? Uh, to be honest, just work out in the off season with, like, some – uh, NFL trainers and then come back home during the season and then work out with Coach Calls. All right. You obviously have had a very successful high school career so far, um, one that most could envy. But if you could go back and tell, give a piece of advice to your younger self, what would you tell yourself? To not stress, uh, to not stress over the little things, you know. Um, just continue to grind and just play you. Don't try to change yourself because you see other kids getting things that you wish you had because your moment will come. And your, when you get that moment, you got to make sure you shine. All right. Uh, I'll ask you a few more rapid fire questions, but these are more specific to basketball. So I asked you about football. We're going to talk about your other sport, basketball. Um, most or nah, I think I asked that already. Longest time you've ever gone without touching a basketball? Um, football season. I never touch a basketball during football season. So when was the last time you touched a basketball? Uh, I haven't touched a basketball since December. <laughs> uh, who's your favorite player of all time? Shaquille O'Neal. That makes sense. Uh, you have a if you could play one on one against any player ever, who would it be? Shaquille O'Neal. Would you win? No. <laughs> Start bench cut Hakeem Olajuwon, okay. Shaquille O'Neal, and Kareem. I'm gonna start Shaquille. Okay. Bench Kareem. They cut uh, Hakeem. Yeah, Hakeem. Uh, high top or low cut shoes? Uh, it it depends on like it depends on the model. All right. Uh, your favorite position? Um, I just like to play, not knowing I I had to play a position. And who's the toughest uh, opponent you've ever faced? Individual opponent, so one player. Uh, I don't think I don't think I ever played against somebody and was like, dang, he really gave me a run for my money. Oh, so you 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 just you got it like that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's going back since you know what I'm saying I play against everybody, <laughs> including grading books. What? Yep, grading <laughs> books. Man, you're tripping. <laughs> you know you like playing with me. All right, Keetran, thank you for joining me on the show today. It's been a blast having you, as always. Um, everybody, thank you for tuning into this episode of Sports Prep Live on 91.5 KUNV HD2 Radio. I'm Graydon Prescott, and as always, have a great day. 
Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Sports Prep Live. I'm Graydon Prescott, and don't forget to catch all of our episodes on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to follow us on Instagram or Twitter at Sports Prep Live. Thank you. Yeah.